You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. We are a drive time devotion, sure to jump start your day. We uh, read the chapter at home, spend some time with the, with the Lord in the Word, and then we come down to the studio we have here in the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. We have a little bit of a twist in where we're at in our programming today because we're still in our 21 Days of Seeking for 2021. I believe we're on day 17 of our devotion, Fast a Time. We write a special devotion for that season. Uh, we're in the loving life part, and it's kind of fun that way. I really like the, the the devotion. Really well written. We'll give you a little bit more of a hint on who wrote it. Well, I'll just tell you right now, my co-host, Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. Yeah, I had a good time kind of co-writing this with the Marias. Uh, I'm I'm decent at putting down content, but she is far superior at editing and seeing all of the areas I got to fix. I think that your wife's great at that too. She's oh, yeah, always she got is. the eye yeah, to yeah, yeah. to is. see the the theirs versus the they uh, ars and the every variation of it. And so, well, my wife actually many many years ago was a proofreader for a newspaper. I could see it. So she uh, she's got that. Just yeah. last night we were sitting uh, sitting down. I was reading some on the couch, and she was reading something on her chair. And she goes, oh, there, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> she's reading a book, you know, and it's like, that's not right. And I'm yeah. like, what, what is it? And she's like, yeah, it was, it was very wrong. But she anyway. can't help but see it. Oh, no. You she know, just she just has it. the eye yeah, for it. My eye it. glazes over all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just keep... Your eyes are glazed over most of it. I know. I just move <laughs> on. It just keeps going. And Squirrel. I just, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All Squirrel. Right. I got it. Yep. No problem. Hey, yeah. anyway, tell the folks how to get involved in Morning Breath. Absolutely. The easiest way is through our East Coast app. And we really have everything you ever need right there. It's great because it actually does push notifications. So I love that during these 21 days of seeking, it says, hey, don't forget, we're going to be doing morning prayer. Hey, don't forget to get into your devotion right now. And it's just a good nudging versus everything else on your phone that's going to yell at you. I don't need Instagram yelling at me. I, I've taken it off during the fasting or I don't need you know, ESPN telling me that some coach got fired. I'd rather have a good nudging to get back in the word and to be focusing on that. So that's a good little extended plug for our app. It's East Coast app. You can get it on Apple or Google Play Store, or you can go to our website, which is ECCC. That's the old fashioned-ish way. I'm just yes, kidding. Yes. And on there, you can get everything you ever need, information, events, past sermons, the morning breath devotion guide. You can also follow us on social media. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube. We're making some inroads into other social media. So if there's other ones that, that you're on and that you like, we, we are making some, some grounds there. And you can also call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we would love to either email or mail out the Morning Breath Devotion Guide or any information that you might ever want on East Coast. Happy to do it. We would love to have you connected to Morning Breath. And the whole reason we, we'd like that is a yeah we sure that'd be great for us but it'd be even better for you because Absolutely. you're getting into the word and yeah. and that's what this was all about it started in the very beginning is just a way for people to read their bible and spend some time with the lord yeah so any any real announcements going on? No, just continue to seek God with us during these 21 yeah. days of seeking. And I guess I'll make a plug for one is I'm going to be teaching a personal evangelism course coming up on January 30th. So that's going to be this coming Saturday. What I've been promoting is 
you know, during this 21 days, as you've been seeking God and maybe praying about the one, we say that a lot at East Coast, like who is that one person that God has put on your heart to to get to church or maybe to lead to the Lord? Is this is going to be a fun interactive and practical way to learn how to share your faith. And that'd be a one day seminar. It's just from nine till 1230. You can go to our website, of course, to get all the information on that. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And where's that going to be at? That's going to be at our Merritt Island location. It'll actually be in the children's ministry building on Merritt Island. But if you go to the website, it's got all the information. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So that's the 30th. Yes, sir. Nine to 1230. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm doing one. uh, When is it? February 27th. Yeah. On uh, just uh, how to minister to uh, the whole, you know, yeah. when when you look out at uh, a group of people in a congregation, the uh, the multitude of differences That's that you cool. have there. I love that. Um, whether it's old, young, yeah, you know, race, uh, it can be background, it can be, you know, socioeconomic. I mean, there's just a you ton. Do such a good job with that. Well, yeah. it's by the grace of God, yeah. and that's the other thing. That's one of the main things I'm gonna tell you about that it's not stuff you put on from the outside, but something you change on the inside yeah. on how you see that, which really will help. Yeah, so anyway, gonna, I didn't know about that. I'm going to sign up for that yeah, one. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's I'll be, be there. Good one. Well, David Gammon's going to team teach it with me. Cool. We're going to do it together. So, yeah. Very so, cool. Uh, uh, he's got all the young stuff. I got all the old stuff, and we'll yeah. meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into the chapter today. We're in John chapter 10. Yep. Great chapter of the Bible. Uh, 42 verses. I'm going to read verse 21. All right. Uh, just take it right uh, right to there. There's a good break anyway. Yep. And uh, let you take it take it home. From 22 on. That sounds great. All right. I must say unto you, read, sir. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep, but a hireling. He who is not the shepherd, but one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father and lay down my life for the sheep. Excuse me. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Therefore my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. This command I have received from my Father. Therefore there was a division again among the Jews because of these sayings. And many of them said, 
He has a demon and is mad. Why do you listen to him? Others said, these are not the words of one who has a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Verse 22, it was now winter and Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of Hanukkah, the festival of dedication. He was in the temple walking through the section known as Solomon's Colonnade. The people surrounded him and asked, how long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus replied, I have already told you and you don't believe me. The proof is the work that I do in my father's name. But you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice and I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me, for my Father has given them to me. He is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Once again, the people picked up stones to kill him. Jesus said, In my Father's direction, I have done many good works. For which one are you going to stone me? They replied, We're stoning you not for any good works, but for blasphemy. You are a mere man claiming to be God. Jesus replied, It is written in your own scripture that God said to certain leaders of the people, I say, you are gods, and you know that the scripture cannot be altered. So if those people who received God's message were called gods, why do you call it blasphemy when I say, I am the Son of God? After all, the Father set me apart and sent me into this world. Don't believe me unless I carry out my Father's works. But if I do his works, believe in the evidence of the miraculous works I have done. Even if you don't believe me, then you will know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Once again, they tried to arrest him, but he got away and left them. He went beyond the Jordan River near the place where John was first baptized and stayed there for a while. And many followed him. John didn't perform miraculous signs, they remarked to the one another, but everything he said about this man has come true. And many who were there believed in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Could you read verse 34 again? Verse which? 34. 34 says... And which translation are you reading this from? This is the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. I was reading from the New American Standard. Go yep. ahead. Verse 34, Jesus replied, It is written in your own scripture that God said to certain leaders of the people, I say, you are gods. Okay, mine reads... Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law, I said, you are God's? What's different about yours and mine? I'm going to read mine one more time. Look yep. at yours. Yep. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law, I said, you are God's? What is, what is yours at? Mine says to certain leaders. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Certain leaders of the people, I say, you are God's. Hmm. That's interesting. Certain leaders of the people. I trust the New well, American that, Standard Bible a little bit more This is not a New than, American Standard. This is a New, new King James. New King Do, James. Don't insult my Bible. Okay. I thought I, thought I heard you say NASB. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Always New King James yeah. Version. Yeah, NASB, that was old Pastor Dave's I know, I know, I know. book of choice. But yeah, um, adding two certain leaders of the people, yeah. that's a pretty long line to add to a verse. Yeah. Um, I would have to search that out a little bit further to see how in the world they 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 felt the liberty to add that much. Yeah, it's a lot from a Greek um, word. Like yeah, from a Greek word, uh, that was definitely a, a little bit of an interpretation. I would say that's from I believe Psalms eighty two. 82 verse 6, is that right? Psalms 82 verse 6. Let's read Psalms 82 verse 6 and see which one more lines up with what's actually 
being said here because I may I may learn something big here. I've got it if you want. I got it right here. You got it from the New Living. I don't know if I want to read it from there. <laughs> um, wait a second. I said you are gods and all of you are children of the Most High. So here it's saying in in actually in context and all of you are children of the Most High is talking about a multitude or a group, not yep. certain people. Yep. Now read it from the New Living. I say you are gods. You are all children of the Most High. Yeah, perfect. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so uh, I think the New King James wins on that one. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the things that I think we do need to, you know, be aware. Yeah. Uh, that, when I, if I read to certain leaders of the people, I would think, oh, well, that couldn't be him talking to me. To everybody. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't feel could, like to could, all. No, I, that's not me. I'm not a certain leader of the yeah. people. And even though I'm a pastor and all that stuff, I still don't go, well, you know, that sounds like that only sounds like the he's special, talking to me. Yeah. The special people. The elite. Yeah, yeah. The special people are this, and I I I'm certainly not that. Yeah. And so uh yeah. Uh we're all sons and daughters, we know, scripturally yeah. speaking, of the most high. Um and so, uh, can I read the amplified real quick, which tends yeah, to sure, amplify sure. the Greek or the Aramaic at yeah, that well, point, well, just well, cause well. it's fun. Jesus answered them. It is not written in your law. Is it not written? Not it. Thank you. Is it not written in your law? <laughs> I said, I was having a hard time. So, I was like, Oh well, man, I'm not, I'm not even looking we're at all confused. I'm Here not. we go. Jesus answered to them. Is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. And then in brackets, human judges representing God, not divine beings. Human judges representing not divi- God. divine beings. Yeah. Hmm. So it's trying to illuminate these certain leaders in that situation. Human judges representing God, not divine beings. I'm going to study it out a bit. Yeah, I, I think you better because uh, when I read it from Psalms, yeah, again, no it's human, all. no human judges are included in that. Yeah, um, when you know, I know that the Psalm itself is, in some respects, uh, speaking to for justice. Yeah, God stands in the congregation, he judges among how long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked, defend the poor and the followers, and so. It is talking about uh, about delivering the poor, uh, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. The Bible says we'll all judge angels. Yeah. So if it's using the word judge to be the delineator of certain special people, yep. I think they err greatly because we're all called to, you know, we don't you know we shall all judge angels, and so yeah, I'm. I'd be, uh, and we all have authority and power in the earth as humans. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an important delineation. Yeah, I would, I would probably argue that one all day long. Uh, I'm going to defer to the New King yeah, James uh, on that one for sure. Yeah, I, I'd probably argue that all day long because yeah. either a regular believer is, you know, Jesus was the first begotten yeah. among many brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus doesn't just call us, you know, Jesus is our brother. Yeah, no longer I mean, servants. Yeah, but, he's yeah. our Lord and Savior. He calls us friends. Um, I think that whole sort of direction that that goes there for this elite class is yeah. out. It it doesn't yeah. as he is, so are yeah, we in the world. Yeah, like, it doesn't. So it much. tilts my mind completely yeah. uh, in a different direction. Yeah. Instead, let's go over the chapter today. You in in the devotion, of course, it had yeah. an incredible thing about uh, enjoying life. Part yeah. of 
what we're talking about this year, the three-phase kind of vision statement uh, this year is love God, love people, love life. Yeah. And so uh, if we take care of loving God, loving people, and then loving life, a lot of 2020, hard, it was hard to love life. Yeah. It's a little challenging. And uh, I right now, uh, talking to my sister who lives in Canada yesterday, you know, all of her grandchildren are still not working. The whole oh, nation's wow. still shut down. Yeah. It's uh, just, uh, I mean, it's a dark, dark time. And, and, and going into a Canadian winter, you know, they're in the middle of winter and it's— uh, it's a dark time, difficult, yeah. uh, difficult, especially on the elderly. My sister actually was a president for many years of a, uh, like they have these, um, oh, what you, it's, a, it's like a center and it's for seniors. It's called okay. a senior center, yeah. but they have, I mean, they have anything you could imagine to do machine shops, wood shops. Yeah. They've got all sorts of, you know, knitting, you know, craft making yeah. everything you'd want to do. Seniors go there and stay yeah. occupied in that. That's been closed since, uh, like February of uh, 2020. Which that's more of a killer than I think COVID because of the isolation. It's been We've tough. We've seen the numbers and tough. stats of that. Is it's that, been tough. Yeah, once you cut someone off from all social interaction and their families, is yeah, that's really been tough. And yeah. so loving life is important. You're in your devotion today. I loved it, Christian, about uh, enjoying your children. Yeah, you know, loving loving being with your family. Um, it's not something we have to do. Yeah, is the way I would kind of put it. Yeah. In a nutshell, it's something we get we to get do. to do. It's a privilege, and uh, it, it is very, very fulfilling. I can say, looking back a little bit further along than you are, you mm-hmm. have teenagers now. Yeah, um, you have two teens and one. Yeah, uh, one soon to be teen. Yeah, preteen. Yeah, she's coming up on eleven, but she's yeah. definitely eleven going Ooh, on fifteen. Definitely. You know? Yeah, aren't they all? Yeah, uh, she's definitely a preteen. But uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm a little bit further along, and I can say it's such a fulfilling thing to then look at your grandchildren yeah. and 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 down the road and see what God's doing. Be super proud of your own children as parents and yeah. all those things that happen from there. So yeah, I I I thought the devotion really struck a chord with me. I thought yeah. it was very good. Yeah, I think that idea of this John 10, 10, and I actually quoted in the devotion out of the NIV, which I don't tend to read NIV very much, sorry, it's just not my translation, but it says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come that you may have life and life to the full, or Mm -hmm. life to the fullest. And I really enjoy that, to just think that we don't have to just survive. And, you know, it's a perspective change. It's kind of like Zig Ziglar is one of the great motivational speakers of, of our time, and he talked about what... What filter do you have on your glasses? Are these rose-colored glasses? Is it your perspective? And, and I, I, I'm a got a weird bent that you know some of you may not realize, but I actually spent some time locked up as a young man at 18, and even being incarcerated. I have a perspective that I'm going to make the most of life. I I read a hundred books in the in jail, and I learned how to play chess, and I lifted weights, and I wrote letters, and I I made the most of that. And through COVID, please don't get mad at me on the radio, but I made the most of that time. And there was hardships, and there was difficulty, but I wanted to make the most. And through parenting, I'm thinking about the young the young years of diaper training, you know, and trying to you know wake up with kids in the middle of the night seven times and I try to make the most of those times. And even as teenagers with, you know, driving and first car accidents and, you know, hormones and kids not wanting to get out of bed till noon, like you can still 
just enjoy where you're at because you're never going to have this season again. And I try to remember that is even though when you're young, you can't wait till they can walk. And then when they walk, you wish they quit knocking things over. And and when they're teenagers, you can't wait till they move out. But when you can really just appreciate the season you're in, we'll look back and say, man, I wish that I had a messy house full of kids because it will be so quiet at times as an empty nester that you'd be like, I wish I could have those days back. And Anne-Marie and I try to just take a breath and just appreciate, you know, the the crazy messes and the sinks full of dishes and all of the, you know, refrigerators always barren because they've got to eat seven times a day. And mm-hmm. it's a it's a beautiful thing that I don't want to look back and say, I wish I would have appreciated it more. And there's a balance there. I, I try to kind of talk in the devotion about, I don't want to be a friend to my kids so much that I'm not also an authority and a parent. I do need to parent them. And they need, when my oh, kids were young, absolutely. don't get mad at me on the radio here, but I, I do believe in spanking. I don't spank my my teenage child now because it's not the season. Why not? But no, when I'm they were kidding. when they were at DCF, we'd be spank, knocking. I'm going to spank Nick I believe after, it. The, after we get done with the program. DCF here. be knocking on my door. <laughs> but as a young child, I have seen the way that that child would respond and respect. And when they know what those boundaries are, my kid did not slam the door and go away and rage. They would come to me almost always in tears and a hug to understand that I love them. And I would teach them that if you love your child, you discipline them. And so I'm going to be a friend, but also be an authority to where I can have fun and hang out with my kids. And I've already told him now, I can't wait till you get older and we can just do life together. Like I'm looking forward to that. But at the same time, I need to teach you to be responsible and you need to do your schoolwork and you need to do your chores and you need to talk to your mom with honor and respect. And so there's a balance there, but I pray for you out there on the radio that you can find that and enjoy the season. Don't just wish away the time you're in because there'll be a time that you wish you had it back. Yeah. And you know, when you, when you look at, you know, the children and you'd say they're actually more peaceful, more happy, more joyful when they have boundaries Absolutely. that are that are clearly set. Yeah. If they don't have clear boundaries, then they're like, you know, they don't feel secure. Yeah. And that can start with a two-year-old or, yeah. or that could be a, a, a 20-year-old. Yeah. You know, boundaries are important. We have boundaries in society, you know, and boundaries in society have an effect on our choices. Yeah. And you know what? We feel safer because of that. Because yeah. there is a speed limit, um, there are roads in Europe that, some people won't go on the Audubon, which yeah. is, you know, a limitless speed limit. There are many people that won't go on the Audubon. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, even today, maybe someone that is elderly might choose not to go on I-95. Yeah. You know, I'd rather go, you know, the back roads to get there. Um, why do they do it? Because they're fearful because of people doing 85 down I-95. And some yeah. people think I-95 is actually the speed limit. I see them do it all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's scary. <laughs> and so... Boundaries in society, even for adults, is powerful, much less boundaries for children, how powerful and important it is. I can't believe we burned up all that time Me already. Me either. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. I've got to go spank Nick. Yep. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey, everybody, welcome back. We're going to just close up on the verse we were on originally. Uh, John 10, 10, mine reads this way. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Now, Christian shared earlier that the NIV says to the full. Yeah. What does the uh, New Living say? Yeah, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Beautiful. So this is, for me, theolo- Theology 101. 
I know a lot of people, you know, theologians and great minds of Christianity argue about this and that from the Scripture, and, you know, they come out on the Armenian Calvinist side and all of these different things that you might, you know, theologically look at, dispensationalism and all the other things. I, I am familiar with a lot of that stuff, but this is, for me, simple, straightforward theology 101 is God is the giver of life. Yeah. If it's good, it's God. And if it's bad, it's the devil. Yeah. And uh, some of you might go, oh, no, God uses this and God uses... Well, I would just argue with you, God uses everything. Yeah. But not everything is from God. And here he makes it very clear that he He is the good shepherd and that he has good things for us. And uh, the th- if it's killing, stealing, and destroying, I blame the enemy. Yeah. And if it's good and it's godly and it's life-giving, I give God all the glory and the credit. And... It's, it's served me well for the last 40 years, and so don't try to change me. I'm stuck. God bless you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. See you, Christian. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.